either the time, the training, or the inclination for strategic problems. Let's play sexuality is right next to the region of the brain that sort of controls your feet and that's why people have foot fetishes a lot and it's the same thing oh. with the israeli-palestinian conflict the other side of the brain region <laughs> is the portion of the brain dedicated to the israeli-palestinian conflict so a lot of the time those fetishes you know they cross over a lot yeah, I, f I forgot to press record, so we just started. Our that, that's, the, that's the very first thing that uh, <laughs> this is going to be recorded. Yeah, you I, that. yeah, I saw that. I'm like, all right, you know, we're going to start off hot. All right. So Matt is yeah. a therapist. <laughs> a real place. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to leave and come in again so you guys can get the riffs down before, you know, I... We can just restart. My own nah. energy, you know, I'm I'm happy to be flexible. Oh no, no, this is great. Nah. I'm loving nah, this. this. Is, nah, this is good. Everyone, this is working perfect. I just yeah. want to introduce you a little better than that. Do you not okay. sound like you just did? You just fucking snorted a bunch of heroin. Yeah. <laughs> how, how about how about you sit up? Uh, you know, show some respect <laughs> instead of being like a slob on your like I'll sort of mini <laughs> like subpar couch. <laughs> Yeah, man, God I canceled damn. sessions. There are people who are suicidally at risk for this podcast, yeah. man. You, you like, pretend I hope that you're trying. The sacrifices. Like, just, just yeah, pretend yeah. a little bit. Like, I'm pretending. Oscar, it's funny. This sounds exactly like my sessions. Just me <laughs> yelling at people. Can you pretend that just you pretend. try? But guess what, Matt? Yeah. I actually do try hard in therapy. Yeah, what happened to your head? Shut. <laughs> <laughs> the first genuine thing he says. Oh, look at his bald ass head. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Listen, I have. I'm going through a transition. I'm going from bald. I've been shaving my head bald for the past several years or more, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to grow my hair back and see what it looks like. Mm. I'm excited for this next phase of your life, and I'm glad you use the term transitioning to fully respect the. Uh, the change that is coming and what it, it means for you i'm transitioning to i'm going to be a full-time comedian and this is my theory if i commit to have ridiculous hair <laughs> then, my, then my life will change around me that's what's been that's probably true. Back your act is like the lack of hair you know yeah well you i think carrot top i think i take myself too seriously and i'm like trying to look professional but for the wrong profession, not the profession I want. <laughs> That's the one, not the one. That... <laughs> Fair enough. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think that could work. You know, I'm glad. You know, we haven't we have a theory. We can test it out. That's science. I That's believe you can do. I believe in magic. Okay, how about Andy? Yeah. Let's our guest for this week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, but we'll the last last thing, uh, once you grow it out, you have to get a perm for like the hair you have. So it's just like really curly. Like I that. mean, it, it does come out kind of wavy anyway. All right. I'm perfect then. It's pre-permed. He was born permed. All right. Speaking of perms, this man has beautiful wavy hair. He's a therapist. Um, I know him through Oscar. Um, Oscar knows him through through life. Through life. Mm -hmm. I've known him all my life. Matthew Pretty Bellespino. Much, yeah. yeah. Great um, to be here. Thank you so much. 
Thank you. For there you go. How, how was that? How was that intro? Rating one to one through five. Uh, I'll give it a three yeah. and a half. <laughs> it was, you were going to say lower. Yeah, you should. <laughs> 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 That's why you stopped yourself. You're like, what? And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> all right, guys, stop talking all over each other. This is not an orgy. This is a podcast. All right. No orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Just endless conversation. But, <laughs> what? That's the first question. What was your question? I can't hear you. An orgy. Have you ever been to an orgy? Your sound is a little weird. Has it? Oh, let me have headphones. Yeah. Uh, have you been to an orgy, Matt? No, I've never been to an orgy. I just mm. started writing um a, <laughs> a screenplay about. See how see how quick he's like pivoted that back to himself. <laughs> That was impressive. Yeah, that was really impressive. It's great interview <laughs> technique right there. It, it wasn't even about orgies. It was just like, it was. I'm writing a book. No, uh, my it was. It was about- Matt, have you ever been to an orgy? <laughs> well, actually, I'm writing a new book about orgies. It's not about orgies. It's about like a dystopian steampunk future where these railroad security guards are in a thruple and they're looking for a country where that'll accept their thruple. Matt, as a therapist, what's wrong with Andrew? <laughs> Maybe start with what's right. not wrong with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come from a strength-based approach. So uh, I think Andrew does not have the worst narcissism I have ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. not, maybe not even top 10, top 15. Probably. Thank you. Top 15. Yeah, yeah. I've only, I haven't had a lot of clients. Listen, I've had multiple therapists tell me I'm not a narcissist. So, boom, here's another one telling you you're not that bad of a one. How often (laughs) do you ask that question to them? Is it just constantly being like, I'm not a narcissist, right? Tell me again how I'm not a narcissist. (laughs) (laughs) Let me count the ways you are a narcissist. So, how did you get into therapy, Matt? Uh, well, I, when I, I moved to Seattle a couple of years ago and I was working like a bunch of random jobs, um, just trying to make money. And it was sort of related to, I started doing stand up, and like, I didn't like the fact that I had all these jobs that I was working at night. So I just wanted to find like a day job and the only job that I could get, um, like I applied for like a ton of office jobs and they were all like, no, you can't like do any of this. Like. Uh, and then I applied for two more jobs. One of them was at the zoo and another one was as a social worker and the social work job got back to me first. Mm. So then, so I think there's another life where I'm like a zookeeper. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just sort of liked the idea of, um, of just sort of, you know, like once I started doing the social work thing, people are just sort of brutally honest yeah. when they want you to help them. And I, I just- like that. I like I that want, part of the job. I just want to say, I mean, being a therapist is kind of like being a zookeeper because people who are mentally ill are basically animals. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the clip for uh, this week's episode. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually that, that was actually like the title of my first paper in grad school. Is like the mentally ill. What to do with these beasts? <laughs> with these filthy animals. <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's like that's one nice thing about uh zoom teletherapy 
I've had so much less literal shit flung at me ever since I've transitioned to telehealth. It's been a you really huge, ever had, huge reduction in that. Have you really ever had pieces thrown at you? No, yeah. not thrown at me. I've heard it. I've, I've been threatened with it, but I haven't had it thrown All at right. me. I guess you can't oh. just tell us the name of this person, can you? No. No, but I can. can you break I'll, your I'll make. I'll make I'll, I. I no. I'll, I'll make up a name though. I'll call him like Andrew Steiner. So like, um, like <laughs> <laughs> so what, was, what kind of threat was it? Was it like I'm gonna make you? He, eat this shit? he, did, he didn't even like say anything. He just kind of like held it, like ah! like just like held the poop and just like, that's like screamed okay. a lot. That's so the origin. Like, of the how Italian, did we? That's the origin of the Italian. Like I'm gonna flip you off under the chin thing. It's like they're supposed to be holding poop, but they they don't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They I got rid like of that in the, the Medici's bandit before I that, do feel though, like you, know? you jumped a step into him having poo in his hand in general. Mm. That's how, did oh, he yeah. walk you with it, or how did, how, did that, <laughs> how did that come about? That's a pretty big jump. Yeah, yeah. Generally, we don't let patients in with the poop. So, like, but, like, you know, unfortunately, like, it's not like a knife, you know? It's not like they need to bring it in from the outside, you know? They can always just make it on their own. So he just went to the bathroom. And then just came out with the poop, you know, and, and he wasn't doing well, as you can imagine. But um, yeah, you know, yeah. I'd, can you say what I call my supervisor? Can you say what his like, was he schizophrenic? What was his thing? Yeah, he was definitely schizophrenic. Yeah, he was definitely like some like real deranged like psychosis. He was also schizophrenic. <laughs> there we go. Oh, there you hey. go. <laughs> this fucking guy. guy. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help him, man. He said shit. It's funny. The word is funny. Yeah. Shit is funny. Um, okay, so Matt, I, uh, you, okay, so you were in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Is, is the depression thing in Seattle real? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. People are definitely just like, I mean, there's just like, it just takes so long. And that was also another part of it. Like living in Seattle, you just like, especially coming from like, like the East Coast, where like, I think generally the culture isn't really aligned around like talking about your emotions i think it's just sort of like just get your shit done is sort of generally more important and i think the west coast has a bit more of this like you know touchy-feely stuff of just like let's just like take our time and think and like feel things out but like seattle and portland take it to like another level where like the only thing you ever talk about is your feelings like you never talk about what you want to do for the weekend sort of what your favorite music is it's just all your fucking feelings it's just like 24 7 that does sound it's exhausting. in training yeah it is training. Yeah. well let's t- well let's t- let's practice that let's tr- see if we east coasters can get on that wavelength and do a little emotional uh, i can do it Oscar, you're a robot. You've not told us one emotion. <laughs> no, but I'm just I've for over 21 years, and the only emotion he has ever told me is confusion. That is like confusion. the only one that he has <laughs> ever given me. That's my strongest feeling. <laughs> confusion. In, in Seattle, confusion about sharing of feelings. Confused about it. But Oscar... Actually, no- no, I just wanted to say, no, I mean, you're yeah, obviously you have joy right now. You're happy to see Matt, happy to be joking around. I can see that, Oscar. You're not, you, 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 you're saying that like you're trying to see it, not like you see it. You're like, I could see that you're, it's like, I think you're, see, this searching. is what it, this is like. 
This is how an East Coast person responds to somebody noticing an emotion. It's like, fuck you. You're not seeing it right. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. You think you understand me? I got shit to do. Whereas like, okay, let, let, the, key, the key for having like an emotional conversation in Seattle is somebody tells you your emotion, their emotion, and you immediately tell them how it's not as traumatic as your emotion mm. like that's the that's the conversation that's okay. the let's, let's try so that. you want to practice right. you want to practice yeah, you guys right. okay um, all right okay. i'll start i'll start with i'll start with uh sean i'll, I'll go to you so uh, yeah you know i i had a really this long day i was talking to my mom and she just it, whenever i talk to her i just feel exhausted and just shit inside like she just always disappointed in me it's I, I it just drains me. See, that's bad. But like when I'm having, when I'm talking to my dad, I feel horny the entire time. <laughs> so, no, be real, Sean. Be real. I honestly, could, I had, I, I was trying to think of a, a real emotion. <laughs> yeah, because John, also that's not appropriate because I, I always have sex with your dad, so he's not horny towards you. And yeah all right that's actually all really right. generous of you to sort of like make sure that instead of being horny towards sean he, take, he can like get all that out with you that's really that's a friend all right to do. yeah no i'm fine with andrew has sex with my dad <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's go again i'll try for real i'll try and give a real feeling okay all right don't don't hurt i can't i can't do it in like in like respite like how, like you're like trying to top i can't do the topping of emotions I don't think I could do the West Coast. I just, I'm like, I just, but, but Matt, let's look, why don't we do it sociopathic before because I just can't deal with mm -hmm. people's feelings. Well, let's, why don't we do a real, we don't have to do it West Coast style. Let's do it real therapy style. Like I, let's try to like talk to each other well and see, try to see if we can feel what we're feeling, but also be present to each other's feelings while we're talking. And, and also one-upping each other every single time <laughs> as we're, the conversation progresses. Is, it always has to be a one-up. No, I, no, no. Let's try it. Let's try it not funny. It'll be funny regardless of whether we try to be funny. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, how about let's have the therapist lead the conversation. Rather, yeah, because he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll try to open up. So, so um, thank you all for coming this week. Um, I just want to sort of just get a sense of where everybody's at, you know, what, what people are bringing in today. Well, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit discouraged about knowledge daddies. Mm. I feel like we've hit a roadblock and mm. we're also sick of editing. And yeah. I just want yeah, to, I mean, just, it sounds like you're just exhausted. Like it sounds like you're just totally drained in that process. Yeah, I am. Are you guys also exhausted about it? I'm pretty exhausted. Uh, and uh, and the whole idea of sharing feelings exhausted me. But then you mentioned that Knowledge Daddies being exhausting. Uh, so I think we're going to just, just quit Knowledge Daddies right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, well, okay, okay. I hear a lot of I hear a lot of big things coming out here. There's a lot of there's a lot of big stuff happening here. But what was it like sort of sharing that with with andrew oscar that was a really big thing that you put out there it was complete i felt completely different about it no no uh, <laughs> different from what different from what <laughs> oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it cut out the in in okay okay yeah. oh. no no andrew wow, that, i mean that's interesting what do you make of that you know that's like a really big thing you put out there and 
for it to land with nothing. You know that. No. Is that that's how seriously they take me? Sort of- that's how seriously they take me. Well, it's, you All say right. it like it's a joke, Oscar. You say we should just quit it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, Andrew. We, we Andrew, I'm seeing a lot of. Yeah, lot I was a big serious anger yeah. coming out, and I'm well, starting to notice that none of you are good at this, and like that's really, <laughs> that's really, I mean, that's interesting. That's really interesting to me. What do you mean good at? What do you mean? That's You're not good at therapy. Not good, good at therapy. therapy. How can you not, good at I thought there was a winning game of therapy. I thought you just went blind about your parents for forty minutes. Yeah. Is Sean losing therapy the most? <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing therapy the best? I'll right fucking now? cry to win this game of therapy, right? <laughs> right now, Andrew is definitely winning therapy. Oscar's the most aggressive, which is usually a good sign because he's the most scared. So that's good. And Sean, Sean, <laughs> I don't true. super know what's going on with you and your therapy right now. Like you. You talked about having sex with your dad, so I think you're just you know you're not anywhere. You're not in the yeah. room with us. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to get in the room here. John, All right. I know you. I know you have real feelings because you're very. You've, in your text message, you were very proud that you're losing weight. Yeah, mm. that's a feeling. Pride is a great feeling. Pride is one of my top three favorite feelings. Yeah, it's pride and horniness are my top two. Uh, See now you're you're you're, you're getting away. Pride? From the pride. I'm deflecting. I'm deflecting. All right. Uh, therapy i don't know I thought, I, thought, <laughs> I thought the therapist asked questions and you just answer them so you don't you don't have to go to jail or something how how you did know, it make you feel that when when you texted me that oh i'm i'm down eight pounds and um, i'm working out really hard how did you feel when you sent that text to me yeah oh, good i just i had just gotten back from uh, a 10k and i was like oh yeah i'm feeling Jesus. it puts me in a good mood yeah it reminds me I can still accomplish things because, uh, you know, sometimes I don't. Yeah, I was really yeah. proud of you, man. And I was yeah. also touched. I was touched that you would share that with me. I, I shared it with a bunch of people. Well, you don't have to you don't have to make me, try to make me feel less. All right. Why does it make me? All right. Here's a real question. Why does it make me feel good to put Andrew down? Why, <laughs> what is that? Why does it feel? Well, you know, I think Andrew was giving you something really beautiful. No, genuinely, one of the most interesting things I ever heard, um, sort of like about about why we make fun of each other Mm. and like whether it's like friends or enemies or whatever, is just sort of this idea of like, it's called called like false elevation. So it's just by Mm. like sort of like essentially by putting somebody down, you feel like more in control about whatever it is that you're dealing with because like the perspective shifts, you know, instead of looking up at people who have more control, you're looking down at people who have less or like you're making it feel like these people have less. Shut up. Yeah, Matt. it's probably <laughs> yeah. Sure. It'll probably also so jo- television. Probably also jockeying to be like in like to to sustain the narrative in our minds that we're like the leader of this group or whatever or we're mm-hmm. like the most important person in this group or, or whatever. You well, know. honestly, I, I, I tend to think that it's less like jockeying to maintain that narrative and jockeying to like run away from the alternative. I find that people generally, the inside of their minds are a lot more negative than they let on. Like, I think there's just like a really, people are avoiding a lot of negative, like negative self thoughts, like, like self beliefs. It's just, 
it's kind of it's really sad <laughs> when you start yeah. to like work with people and like you just realize that like it's one of the most shocking things about being a therapist like basically like the world has decided that therapists are safe for most people like you know 80 percent of people who come into a therapy room feel somewhat safe there's a lot of extenuating circumstances and like if you can like endorse that safety in the first like 10 15 minutes just like be kind listen sort of let them talk about whatever they want to talk about they will start opening up to like the sheer brick wall of negativity that is just like anchoring on them and it's really sad like it's very sad to like see that that's right there so much of the time so i mean that's just i mean i think I'm obviously biased because people bring it to therapy. Like I think people are more negative in therapy than they are elsewhere sometimes, but it's all there. Everyone has like this huge anchor of self-loathing or self-doubt, yeah. you know, that's just like kind of sitting. There. I really like that book, the four agreements, where he has, he talks about like negative self thoughts, negative self-talk being kind of like almost like a magic spell. You're cursing yourself with, you're poisoning yourself with and mm -hmm. just like, not like basically having the discipline to not like berate yourself if you have negative thoughts, <laughs> but like just kind of like realize like this is not a useful thought and mm -hmm. kind of redirect your thinking to a more positive way. Yeah. But I mean, the, it, it, the interesting thing that I find is sort of, it's not just sort of helping people redirect their thoughts, but it's also helping them you know, in order to like do that, you need self-compassion. You know, you can't just be like, hey, fuckhead, stop thinking so negatively. Right. It's sort of like, oh, like you were like, you learn about them. You sort of like, oh, like you grew up in this environment and you dealt with this stuff. So naturally your thoughts lead to this type of negative place. And that makes sense for what you were trying to deal with. But now, you know, you want to deal with something a little different. So maybe take a little easy on yourself in these moments. Yeah. Mm. Like that's the best thing my therapist ever did with me was just be like, yeah, it makes sense that you act like this. It makes total sense that you just like shit all over, shit all over yourself all the time because like X, Y, and Z. Yeah, because you got to have something yeah. to threaten your therapist with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one thing that um all, most of my friends who are trying to become a therapist are also in therapy. And we often talk about what we can do to like, absolutely scare the shit out of our therapist the most like what is the one thing we can do to like really make them nervous mm. i mean i think bringing a gun mm. into a session would probably probably do it but that telehealth it's just like you know i, I can't scare them you know like yeah. i'm only scaring myself you start know? the session <laughs> you start the session like this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah for the listeners at home andrew is assuming the most erotic pose known to mankind yeah we're in like short badminton shorts i'm just laying down andrew how hot is your apartment now i mean it's pretty warm i had the ac on though i have an ac right. someone okay. threw out an ac and i just took it <laughs> big city living yeah how hot is it in there they're in jersey Oh, it's very hot. And I'm not, I'm not even in my room. I'm in my roommate's room and he has an AC, but I forgot to turn it on and I don't want to disrupt the beautiful flow we got going on here. Yeah. So, you know, right. I'll just have to suffer through it. Speaking of beautiful flow, Matt, I, I mean, I don't know if you want me to ask this question, but I want to know, like, what, what is it like? Um, wh why'd you stop doing comedy, man? <laughs> <laughs> I find knew this question was coming um 
not that that's one thing that comedians love asking you is why you quit comedy like every single conversation i have with my friends who are stand-ups like why'd you quit um i you know i think it was interesting you know stand-up to me the culture and the people can be very um nihilistic (laughs) not terrible but like beyond not just terrible you know it's just like the, the thing I loved about stand-up was that like people are trying to be honest. Like I think generally speaking, like they're exaggerating it because they want it to be funny, but like they want to find a way to talk about themselves or talk about their life or talk about whatever they're thinking about. But, and I think a lot of people talk about this in stand-up where it's just like they get obsessed with their fucking problems and obsessed with how shitty things are mm-hmm. because that's like grist for the mill. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get really myopic. You know, I found myself becoming more myopic. I found myself being with people who are more myopic. And maybe that's like a difference between Seattle and, you know, the East Coast. Um, whereas like, I think people in like, yeah, I mean, I, you would know more about that. I don't really know stand up outside of like the West Coast. And it's so, I mean, I think entertainment is myopic, but stand up, especially because yeah. it just forces you to be like, I got to do my own thing and everyone else can suck it. Mm. Um, whereas I think, you know, like, therapy and like mental health work is very sort of like i don't know there's an acceptance that is kind of at the root of everything it's just sort of like this work towards sort of you know being where you're at being where other people are at not really like imposing yourself on anybody and not even imposing yourself on your own life in an interesting way where i think stand-up is about like you know like trying to write your name in the clouds and seeing Mm -hmm. if if everyone can fucking look at it you know and i kind of got sick of that shit yeah, it it can be like very, I mean, in a number of ways, very discouraging and also very, yeah, narcissistic and very, uh, like you said, myopic. And I, yeah, I mean, so sometimes I do like think, oh man, I wish I could do something where it's, I'm just like, there's no doubt about it. I'm helping people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's interesting, you know, because like, I definitely have a doubt about if I'm helping people. <laughs> like I certainly doubt that regularly. <laughs> oh, um, I think the best thing about switching from stand-up to therapy is just like knowing that people are really, you know, I think the first job I want, the first job I ever had was in like politics. And it was mm-hmm. just sort of like, um going you know trying to like sell politics door to door like trying to fundraise and shit and that was just like all hyperbole and lies like it was just like how the fuck can we scare the shit out of people the fastest so that they can give us the most money and i was like wow this is insane Mm -hmm. um and then stand-up was like this i I was sort of wanted something to feel kind of honest after all that and stand-up felt more honest than anything else i knew and then I think therapy is like the next step in honesty. It's like, I think it was honestly so much, this one stand-up show that I used to run a lot was like only riffs. It was like, mm-hmm. you came in, it was like an open mic and nobody could do any prepared material. I think I did and, it. Yeah, I think you did do it. Yeah, Naked yeah. Brunch, shout yeah, out. Yeah. I'm, gonna plug a, I'm gonna plug a dead show. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a stand-up, baby. I still, I, st- I still got the instincts, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think I just started to really love that. That became my favorite thing about stand-up was just like riffing mm-hmm. with other comics. Like mm-hmm. that was like my absolute favorite thing in the world. And I sort of realized at that point, I didn't like the, the writing, the perfecting your jokes, the sort of like, you know, getting all the beats down. That part was like 
pretty hard for me. I didn't quite have the like discipline to like hack away at a joke that much. And it just like felt like I was like the more I the more I crafted a joke, the less honest I felt, basically. And it got harder for me to do that kind of work. I, I came to that same uh place at one point. And I was just like, uh, I'm just going to improvise all my material from now on. <laughs> and sometimes it would yeah, go great. I did that some... for like six months. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it would be really I remember bad. I was doing that. And then I did this. I did this one show that was like, you have to get high first. And then like you go on, you do, you do a set sober and then you come back and you do a set high. And I was just like in this period of stand up where I'm like, I'm just going to riff everything. Nothing is prepared. This is going to be real as fuck. And and then I was just like high and terrified. I think I like took a little bit of shrooms too. And oh like God. I went I went on stage and I was like, oh, I'm gonna tell them exactly how I'm feeling. And I'm just like, I'm in a nightmare. And no one laughed. And I was like, all right, cool. This is going terribly. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I really am. You're making it worse. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, oh my god yeah exactly i do think that every mental patient should do stand-up i think it is one of the best things you can i do thought for every mental patient did do stand-up based on all my interactions <laughs> don't no, i think it's them. every stand-up every stand-up is a mental patient but not every mental patient is a stand-up i think mm. that okay I think, yeah the i think that's fair yeah, there's, yeah. there's a therapist in new york that um, my buddy Joe d- goes to, or used to go to at least, mm-hmm. who's like specializes in comedians. Like all of his con- yeah. clients are like pretty professional, semi-famous comedians. That's interesting. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting niche. If you could, if you could pick up like a type of person to be their therapist, who would you pick? Say that again. It kind of broke up. Like, what would your niche patient be if you could pick? Angry eight-year-old boys. Uh, ooh, ooh, yeah, they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had one patient. We were like drawing a picture, mm. um, and it was like a bunch of monkeys at the zoo. And this one monkey, he gives like a bikini, and another monkey, he gives like a tie. And he's just like, they're getting a divorce. And I was like, wow, this is good. This is perfect. This is something tells me his parents aren't doing too well. Um, and and so there's like, yeah, they're mad at each other. And all of a sudden the monkeys, he just starts covering them in like yellow. And he's like, they're peeing on each other. And then he starts covering them in brown. He's like, they're pooping on each other. And then he starts covering the entire picture in brown and yellow. It's like, they're pooping on everything. <laughs> And that, that little boy's like, name. Wow, okay. That little boy's name is Andrew Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to therapy when I was young. Uh, they put me in therapy because I was getting trouble, and my parents were divorcing. But I don't remember it being. Do you remember anything? I do kind of remember it. I remember going to therapy with my mom, and my dad once, like around the time they were getting a divorce, mm-hmm. and and my mom was crying. I guess I left for a second, then I came back in. My mom was crying, and they're like do you know why your mom is crying? And I was like, they're happy tears. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's the best response. Oh my God. Incredible. <laughs> I like to think that you asked it that confused. You're like, uh, happy tears? <laughs> yeah, she's oh. Definitely not happy, but I like, I don't know why I interpreted that way. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god! One of the one of the worst parts about therapy is that they they coach you to do something called like a re and a reframe is basically when something happens to somebody that they think is like bad and you're like oh like no there's something good about it mm-hmm. and I have this one professor who's fucking obsessed with like when anyone cries label it like tears of strength or tears of joy. And I just want to like vomit every time. It's like, this is like, that's the other thing about therapy is it is some of the lamest shit you could possibly do sometimes. It was just corny as all hell. Just, ugh. Damn, so man. terrible. Masturbation of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sometimes you don't want that. This is the lube of self-respect. It's <laughs> pretty accurate, and you just yeah. want to get it all over your turgid <laughs> self-doubt. <laughs> the turgidness of doubt has been lubed yeah. up with the lube of self-respect. Do you you're, remember you're... anything else? Oh, what's up, Oscar? Hit me with it. No, no, no. There you go. I want to. Uh, I was just going to ask if you remember anything else from when you were in therapy as a kid. I'm always remember. curious about that. It's like yeah. drawing, I just remember drawing pictures. I don't really remember much else that I can think of. They were um, asking you about Israel versus Palestine. <laughs> that. They were asking me about Israel versus Seattle because I moved from Israel to Seattle. Uh, but yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah, the, the age-old conflict of Israel versus <laughs> Kurt Cobain. Well, I mean, it, yeah, a lot of people in Seattle probably don't like Israel right now. So, yeah. uh, but Definitely not. Yeah, but I, but I do want to know. I, I want to know about Sean. Have you ever gone to therapy? No, I'm fine. <laughs> You're Irish. Oh <laughs> <You're Irish. laughs> uh, yeah, just never, two different things. No, it's never been a, a thing I've felt I've needed. Oscar, what do you what, think? What do you think would happen if you went to therapy, Sean? Uh probably not too dissimilar from this. Uh, it'd be me trying, <laughs> to, trying to make them uh, laugh a lot. I'd probably try and flip it on them, ask them a bunch of personal questions, and then uh, ignore anything else. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> Irish as fuck. Yeah, it's pretty fucking yeah. Irish. No, I, Irish. I'm not, you know, I get sad sometimes, but then I get over it. Yeah, that's, but that's you... how you're supposed to do it. No, but... <laughs> you have feelings, and then your feelings change, and then they come back sometimes. Like, it's just that that's being human. Cry, Sean. Oh, Sean. man. I love that. I haven't cried in uh, such a long time. I'm like, That's just, just get, well, just get out of the system, you know? Yeah, you I like how you're trying to like justify that you don't need therapy by talking about how long ago, it, how long it's been since you cried. Like, that is like the clearest demonstration that you can use it. Well, like, I'm just like, I, I mean, I've stubbed my toe and that's hurt, you know? What about, are there any songs that make you cry, Sean? Uh, I like, I don't, well, I mean, I mean, I'll get welled up in songs and stuff, but they're usually like happy songs. You know what song makes me cry? Mm, uh, Happy birthday. Sol- Solitaire by Wilco. I don't know the song. Uh, I don't know that one. Oh, you know what gets me welled up? Uh, the Book of Love by Peter Gabriel. I don't know. Uh, uh, about is- monkey. Monkey? Monkey. 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 <laughs> monkey. <laughs> what the fuck is that? 
I want to know, Oscar. Oscar, when's your last time you were in therapy? Are you in therapy now? Uh, no. Uh, I did uh years ago because I thought it would be useful, but then I realized, and I don't know if this is true, like of most people. I guess Matt could speak to this, but I found that I sort of went mm-hmm. to because I, I I don't I just had a greater angst about I don't know I. Mm-hmm. I I didn't have an objective. Yeah. I went without having anything really that I needed or any mm-hmm. tools that I was trying to acquire. So I like went for a bit and I was like, I, I'm just kind of just like talking to them. And like, <laughs> I mean, that's the idea, but I was like, like I wasn't really getting anything out of it because I didn't really have anything that I wanted to get out of it. Or I did come go in with a clear objective. And I was like, I could just, like i don't know yeah so i kind of like doing it just to like have someone to bounce my feelings and thoughts off of you know like and then it's just an excuse to get my thoughts together about like how my life is going and how i'm feeling um because it's easy to like get so busy and so caught up with what i'm trying to do that i don't know like how i feel about what i'm trying to do yeah it's that's an interesting divide i think it's in some ways like Therapy is almost like the opposite of meditation with the same goal. It's mm-hmm. like, instead of sort of like not talking, trying not to like fixate on thoughts, it's just like, all right, let's like dive head first into them and like only look and deal with them. But the goal is ultimately the same of just sort of like having a less pressurized sense of it. There's, there's an interesting thing in Buddhism that I heard when I was living at that temple was like yeah meditation doesn't solve your your psychological problems though like you can't you you can be enlightened and still be a fucking piece of shit (laughs) like that's why buddhism really concentrates on morality as like the foundation for enlightenment Mm -hmm. because like yeah you can you can you can get pretty far without it it's just you're gonna you're just gonna be an enlightened asshole (laughs) You know, like you can you can have all these like you can be racist, you can be sexist, like like Chogyam Trungpa, who is like, you know, he brought Tibetan Buddhism to the West. But he also told his like student that he because he was he learned tantric Buddhism, he couldn't give people HIV and he gave a bunch of people HIV. (laughs) That is that is that's enlightenment, everybody. That's That's what it looks like. So that's what you're working towards. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. It's sort of like <laughs> there's a there's a very big debate in sort of uh, therapy right now of like if like a racist comes into your office and he's complaining of, you know, depression generally, do you address his depression or do you address his disgusting racism? These blacks got me depressed and these Chinese got me anxious. <laughs> and these Mexicans make me bipolar. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, exactly. And like, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have not had to deal with that yet. I anticipate being very bad at that. <laughs> I anticipate being like, like very, I, I imagine I'm, the first time a client says something overtly racist to me, I'm probably just going to be like dead silent for five seconds. And it's just like, well, let's maybe practice. just, 
Let's practice that. I'll <laughs> let's pretend. Not that. Practice. Let's <laughs> not practice. Yeah, let's not do that. Oh, we don't it's we it's don't common practice. knowledge. I, I'm racist towards Italian Americans. We can we can work out those issues. He actually so, is. Yeah, I really hate no, no, I've I've seen the videos. I've seen I've seen, <laughs> yeah. I've seen your I've seen your acting portfolio. It is which is one of the most disgusting, regressive. This piles of right. gabagool I have ever seen. <laughs> like, like what? How, how like much pride can you have as an Irish person? I mean, I'm not really proud. <laughs> of that. I'm not really proud of being Irish. I just think the Italians are terrible. Here's a here's a real story. Here's a real story that, that happened. Just this already feels racist. Just it, the fact that you're saying it's a real story. It's a real story. All right, my mom went so outside times on our back racist. patio the other day to have a smoke, and the neighbors. Uh, brand uh, big not, Doberman, I guess, whatever. Big, big ass dog comes into our yard, and we're just like, Shoo, shoo, get away, get away. And then my neighbors, who are big, loud, disgusting, greaseball, meatball Italians, start wow. sque- open up wow. the window and start screaming at my mom to get away from their dog. Even the dog is on my property, yells, uh, to uh, uh, to for the dog to attack my cat alleging that my cat pisses on their lawn, which it does not, uh, and just continues to just be disgusted until we finally just shoo the dog away. And then I'm just thinking, you know, what? how is that a proper way to handle any situation? It's a dog. The dog wasn't being any problem, but he's literally encouraging it to go after my family because he's disgusting and Italian. I have a quick question. Okay, here, this is, this is great. I love this practice because we're going to do something uh, referred to as check the evidence. This is a classic okay. dialectical behavior therapy. Um, technique so sean this neighbor of yours this to use your language disgusting grease ball mop um his name is pasquale uh, cartolemi jr okay we don't need to not believe you um but uh we'll we'll move past that this this neighbor was he every single italian person ever born he's pretty close to him he's pretty fat that see it's interesting that you Dodge the question. That's so fascinating. It, it makes you feel like you know the answer. All right. Technically, no. Technically, he is not every single Italian person ever born or who yeah, shall ever be. Of course. Born. Yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, you know, like, what, what do you make of that fact, you big, stupid idiot? Well, no. See, for my, <laughs> obviously, not every, he's not every Italian person. What I'm saying is every Italian person also behaves like this. Mm, interesting so uh, another, I wanna, I another wanna, keen example here's, no no i want to give you another example there are two italian people in this in this zoom room right now all right we both actually attacked you pretty heavily throughout this podcast so that's a oh, bad example that's not a great example that, that, that's not good. that one's on me that one's on me <laughs> you just proved me right like i've won yeah. this argument yeah wow. so yeah interesting no, this is great. This is, I love being challenged in the therapy room. I mean, no, the go ahead. Keep, keep, keep trying, All right. keep trying so, to so every so you have been yelled at by every single Italian person that I've ever met. Yes. You, okay. How many have you met every single Italian person? Not every single one, but it's a large enough sample size. It's using science. To no, 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 no. Did calculable. Did Nick or Marcy yell at you? No. Who's Marcy? Fascinating. Marcy's Nick's wife. Remember when oh, you I, did I, a guest spot on my show? And Nick, your girlfriend. Oh, Nick, Nick did yell at me when we did. Uh, uh, no, he didn't. No, he did, didn't. We did. No, I thought the show at the uh, fucking table episode. He did. Yeah. Well, you put Paul Yurth. Yeah, that on one. That one was tables. a middle. 
That one was admittedly on me, but also he, he did Interesting. And I really, I just want to pause this and really appreciate how you took blame for initiating. No, I take blame, crisis. but I'm wrong. But interesting. So we have a couple of Italian. So we have two Italian people who have not yelled at you. What does it feel like sort of thinking that there might be more Italian people that may not yell at you? Again, you say, it's, I'm saying Italian Americans. There's a big Italian American people. Okay. Well, what does no, it feel like thinking me, that the Italians will yell at you too? Yeah, yeah. You just won't understand <laughs> it. I've, yeah. What about Jess Grippo? She's not fascinating. Italian. She is. Her last uh, name's Grippo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the pool's been distilled enough at that point that she's fine. What does that mean? All right. I think she's this is getting very clinically Italian. dangerous. The, 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 the depth <laughs> of this, my, this my. young man's racism is endemic. I think this is a it's intergenerational not, crisis that he has been raised to not no, appreciate my parents, the contributions of Italian Americans. My parents are actually fine with it. It's, uh, this starts with me. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're, always, they're always like, you give them too hard of a time. And I'm like, no, we don't give them hard enough time at all. They introduced crime to this country. That's a fact. Organized crime came from Italian Americans. They started the plague. The first, on this the first crime. Where did yeah, Christopher Columbus? Where did Christopher Columbus come from? Italy. But we kicked him out. I want that to be known. Yeah, after you caused a genocide. Before I mean, you didn't. Yeah. See, the, the, see, no. Okay, this is a classic trick. When I fall for, he's trying to intellectualize with me. I'm trying to keep it in the emotion. All right, this, you can go back to emotions. Big, I'm saying my emotions come from the logic of it. Mm, interesting you know Listen, a lot I'm not of research saying, that i give every italian american the chance and they squander that chance almost instantly mm, it's interesting you know i'm right now i'm italian american and i wonder if some of this anger is actually really directed at me are you angry at me right now sean no i'm not angry at anybody right now i'm having a nice time i'm just explaining my feelings in therapy I, I can see you're angry. Also, this isn't therapy because you're not paying me. Oh, well, I'm not going to pay for therapy. What do you mean? <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to start doing a much worse job. I'm going to do an even worse job. <laughs> it's hard to believe. <laughs> oh, my God. How rude, John. No wonder Italians hate you. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever thought that you're an incredibly rude person? <laughs> maybe that's why no, they act poorly I always you? say my please and thank yous. No, Sean, you're you're pretty. You pretty. You you can skip those pretty easily. I, dude, I've never once been discourteous without you, reason. No, you've not thanked me for a no, lot. No, no, that's different. Thank you. I thank you all the time, and you always say this. Oh, you cut out. Oh, he's frozen. Oh, he was so he was so blown he's away so, by your lies and slander. Lies. Your he because I don't send him a fucking gift card after every little thing he does. Mm. <laughs> Man, he okay, can't well, even now defend that, himself. I know. Right. Well, this is actually really this is really opportune. Sometimes I do this when I'm running groups. When one client uh, freezes, that's when everybody gets their real feelings out about them. Okay, so before <laughs> he gets back, <laughs> just tell me like the thing that makes you feel the worst that Andrew does. The thing that makes you the angriest, the absolute most furious. The thing you think he can't possibly change because he's too awful. Oh, where do I even fucking begin on that one? <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows how to needle just like this, just this, like just needling on little bullshit things. Like yeah, go me- deeper. Say more about that. Yeah, go deeper. Uh, he'll often, when we're trying to do something, he gets angry when any of us fool around, but when he starts fooling around, it's fine. Oh, like, I'm, like 
you know, like mm-hmm. he's oh on top of things. And then when I try to be on top of things, he immediately rebels. Mm-hmm. He takes mm-hmm. anytime I'm just Ooh, talking, I like this. Go deep, go deeper, go deeper. <laughs> I really should just I really should start writing this shit down. Uh, <laughs> and it's always awesome. Sean actually. I actually, Sean, I'm actually, you are incredibly angry right now and I love it. I love seeing it. I am going to tell you, you should write a, you should write a letter, all the things you hate and write an email. I don't hate anything. All the things you hate. Things he annoys me. Oh, interesting. Ah, Andrew is a beloved. I do. I do. I do love Andrew. I really do. But he does annoy me. Mm, This is beautiful. Oh my God. Maybe yeah. you don't need therapy. And also get so balanced, Sean. Yeah, no, I do. I, that's what I'm talking about. My uh, except for that is, that Italian thing is that's that's right, that one. That one's for much longer. I'm not, to, I'm not willing to let that one go. I want to point out once again, Oscar has skipped by without ever opening up in the fucking slightest. Well, I love, <laughs> I, love I love watching them fight each other. I don't know what that says about me, but <laughs> when when they're like going at each other's throats. I fucking love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar is a big time instigator. A little bit. Well, That's so funny because Oscar, like you are no, you got yeah, you instigate with all of us back home too. You just do it different. Like you you just instigate differently. I think like I think the first time I saw Oscar instigate was when you were in the first time I really realized that how bad you were instigating was when we were in Seattle together. And you just like kept roping us into like random conversations with strangers on the street and then having Durso talk. You're like, this guy wants to talk to you. This guy loves <laughs> your look. <laughs> was, was this during uh, Oscar's drinking days? Yeah. Yeah, it was like near the end of it. Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, yeah. I still have uh, uh, someone's number that we've had on the street. You know, it's just like, <laughs> you're going to give us the tour. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was screaming, I'm so alone. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, ah, ah. all you have to do is scream out in the world. It's like, I'm so alone. And then someone will be like, I'll hang out with you. That's See, Seattle. That's, a, that's Seattle. Exactly. That's yeah. Seattle. And I got, I got her number. Now, this is a, I think nice. I, heard of, I heard about Seattle. I don't know if it's true. Is that you guys have a uh, open fight policy where in which like if two guys yeah. just get into a fight in the middle of the street, the cops won't break it up unless someone's like bleeding. I... I have not been in a fight since third grade, so I definitely did not partake in that. Uh, that is the thing I, I heard somebody say, and I'm like, they're like, no, no, it's true. And I'm like, is it? I think I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot what it's called. It's like if two people want to work out a conflict amongst themselves via fighting, they're allowed to do it without the cops breaking it up uh, until it gets to a certain point. I could be completely full of shit, but I heard no, something I've heard similar. this too. Yeah. Like where it's like, yeah. It, like two guys can be like, "Are we fighting?" Yes, and they just fight until one of them, I guess, dies. Or like, or like submits or something. I don't know. But I got a, I got an important question. Um, did you guys miss me? We actually mostly talked about you. So there you go. Yeah, we worked out so, some stuff. So that's what yes. is it? What is it? What does it mean to you, Andrew? That the first question you were asked was if we missed you. Um, not, I mean, I guess that I'm insecure, that I want to know that my existence matters within the group. Um, but I also, this guy is so good at therapy. Holy shit. This guy is like number one therapy. Yeah. (laughs) So who's winning therapy currently? Still Andrew's crushing. Uh, Ah, fuck. 
Do you know? Wait, who's second place? Honestly, I think Sean moved up to second place. Oscar, you were like, oh, you're, not, you're not giving me a lot. Fuck. You're not giving me a lot here. All right. <laughs> all right, go, go to me. I need, go to me. I need, to, I need to get better. Okay. All right. Oscar, okay, Oscar. Let, let, let's, let's see where to start. Um, so, Oscar, I mean, I really noticed that you've been pretty quiet this, yeah. this whole hour. Um, well, do you have, do you have any, anything that you want to say, but you don't quite know how? Yeah, I was, well, if we're, if we're in a positive place, we're like an open space, um, and we're being honest, um, I've been kind of spacing out, tuning out, but listening, mm. but listening, uh, mm-hmm. sort of, and sometimes when I'm on the podcast, I feel like I'm almost like I'm listening to a podcast. I kind of <laughs> engage that part of my brain more. And I'm sort of listening. And then when I hear my name, I'm like, oh, I got to say something. <laughs> and then I'm like, I like nod my head or something. Um, but uh, yeah. What does it, what does it feel like? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what your question was. Okay. Um, actually, now Oscar is the number one client because that is a diagnosable piece of information right there. <laughs> <laughs> ADD. He's got ADD. <laughs> I have never been so convinced so fast that someone has pure ADD. That's no right, hyperactivity, baby. just That's... pure attention deficit. <laughs> That's right, baby. I'm pure ADD over here. Pure Colombian right, ADD. So I think. If I can sort of go through my diagnostic impression of everybody, I'll just sort of, I'll, I'll sort of see what I can get done. And you got, you know, these aren't, these aren't fixed in stone. Okay. So Oscar, dangerous, dangerous levels of ADD. <laughs> just absolutely reckless levels of ADD. Um, and Andrew, you are a, uh, a tender earnest um i'm gonna i'm gonna say um yeah i'm gonna go with there's there's a type of there's a type of narcissism called um uh explosive narcissism where it just 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 sh- actually no wait no that's not right at all no because i actually know i came in very ready to call you a narcissist mm-hmm. just because like you talk the most on the podcast mm-hmm. but i actually think that what you've given me today was so vulnerable and so real that i'm just gonna you know i'm gonna upgrade you to borderline personality disorder what <laughs> and Sean, and Sean, that's you're quick. you're Irish. You're Irish. That's yeah. that's all I have to say about that. So I'm normal. That's what's funny to me. No, that's not at all what I said. I, no, I, 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 that's what I heard. <laughs> I don't have BPD. That actually would be you know, the first first symptom of BPD is denying it, which is pretty convenient for the person diagnosing you. That's there true. You no, that's not true. That'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, well that's man. our hour. How much do we owe you? Yeah. <laughs> um, you can just bill me to all three of your collective insurances. 
and uh, I <laughs> will just. I don't have insurance. I'm gonna I'm gonna crank it. And also, by the way, all of you guys are gonna have schizophrenia because that bill's at the highest rate. As a heads up. Oh well, well, you don't exist, so I'm not going to do you, do you want people? Do you want people to find you, seek you out for therapy or something? Absolutely not. If you are, if you are in New Jersey and you're an eight-year-old boy and you have anger problems, contact the Center for Psychological Services at Rutgers University. All right. Yeah. And shout out to anyone who's listening that's at Rikers. Matt will be there. <laughs> Rikers? Rutgers? What Rikers? Oh, Matt froze. Matt froze. He definitely just quit the podcast because of the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you, if you want to, if you really, if, yeah, I'm back. Oh, yeah. What? Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm back. I All shouted right. out uh, at Rikers. I mentioned that. I don't know. If yeah, that's... yeah. If, if if this podcast has convinced you somehow that I am the one that is going to fix your problems, uh, commit a felony in New York City, and then I'll see you next year. There okay. you go. You like that? Uh... <laughs> All right. Is that a is that a face thing? <laughs> nope. It's me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> my forehead. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not disturbing him. Borderline yeah. personality behavior. No, it's not. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank Look, you. Andrew, it to be What? Um, thank you for having me. Andrew, you don't have borderline personality. You just have Jewish anxiety. It's much, thank it's much. Ah, uh, there you go. No, thank you. That's all I wanted to hear that I'm a dirty dude. This internet is insane. What the <laughs> fuck? All right. Well, that's good. So let's end it right here. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Peace out, everyone. Bye-bye.